What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a new game I've been checking out called Aerial Knights Never Yield. So let's get to it. Alright, so welcome to the episode. I am your host, Robert, and like I said, welcome to Dad Needs to Talk. So, as mentioned before, the game I'm going to be talking about, trying to give my general just kind of thoughts and impressions on, it's called Aerial Knights Never Yield. So, just kind of up top, a little bit of background and information about the game. So... The creator of the game is a guy named Neil Jones, who is a game artist from Detroit, Michigan. Now, the game just came out today as I'm recording, so May 19th, 2021. Um, It's available on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, Steam, and Epic Game Store. Um... I played it, I played the full release on the PlayStation 5, but I had also checked out the demo for it about like a month or so ago on the Nintendo Switch, so played it on both, Um, but for the main focus of this discussion, I played the full game on PlayStation 5, so the game currently retail for about 11 bucks, so definitely, you know, night nice little still um as far as like general kind of like i guess like genre and stuff it's kind of it's classified as like an action platformer but i also kind of throwing like a uh like a endless runner style game as well to where you know the character just automatically gonna be moving you know left or right whichever direction and then you know you'll do some inputs and controls from there, which I'll get into in a second. But, um, man, like I said, I beat the game in completion, played it. I think I beat it a little under two hours. Um, I've pretty much gotten almost all the trophies. So I just need to, the final trophy I need to unlock to get the platinum is the unlock all outfits. So I'm going to play around with that, see, see how that goes. And cause I think I'm only missing like two outfits at the moment. So, so yeah, so like I said, just so just kind of I guess like up front with the game and my kind of general, like I said, just like overview and stuff before I get like specifics and stuff. So for me, I'm trying to remember, it's been some point within the last couple of months since I started this podcast back in March. At some point, this game came across my radar. It now it might have been because of the demo, like people were talking about the demo or something of that nature, but somehow it came across my attention and I was like, oh hey, free demo out on Nintendo Switch. So I downloaded the demo, enjoyed what I was playing, because one one thing up front I'll say is the couple of things that just hit you immediately is the music and the 
art and style of the game. So from even when even when you're just sitting on just like the system dashboard of the PS5, like the background music that's playing with that is awesome. And then even when you get into the game proper, when you get to like the first menu where it has all your options, you know, to play, switch outfits, so on and so forth, choose levels, like just like the visual presentation of like how the lettering and the characters on the screen, the font, everything, it just oozes style, which, you know, gripped me. Like right out the gate, because like I said, this is going back to even when I played the demo a month or so back, was like, oh, okay, music and the style of it. So, so yeah, so as far as like the general gameplay of the game, like I said, you're pretty much moving, you know, left to right, whichever direction that the level has you going in, and you pretty much have four general out uh, inputs. Um... And that determine, and basically that's for you avoiding obstacles or enemies as your character is going through the level. So yeah, so something I kind of I'll just kind of touch on real quick before I continue with what I was talking about, like with how the game plays is just kind of like so like taking a step back on the I guess like the general setup and stuff for the game itself. So, story-wise, uh, you play as a character named Wally. Um, all right, I guess I'll just read just from, from the game page directly. So, take the role of Wally, a mysterious character that has recovered what was taken from him. Hopefully, you're fast enough to outrun your enemies, expose the truth, and try to uncover the mystery of what happened to them. So, and, and, and one of the little personal personal note from the developer I want to read as well was um, he said this project began as just a passion project I started on my own to create something familiar but new for this generation of gamers while highlighting aspects of a culture that is often overlooked I really hope you enjoy the game once it's released and follow my journey to create new and interesting games Ariel Knight so like I said, I want to kind of give that kind of setup and stuff um, before I continue on. So, so yeah, so, yeah, as you're playing as Wally going through the levels and stuff, you have these different obstacles. And so, basically, what you do, and you can do this either with the D-pad or just with the analog stick moving in, you know, up, down, left, or right. Um, I believe up is jump, down is to slide, right is to basically like sprint forward and then left you kind of do like it, it kind of changes but it's basically kind of like 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 a small leap or hurdle over something so you might kind of like hurdle over for something or you might kind of do like this like cool kind of like side flip in between obstacles and one thing that I enjoy about how I guess it's a mix of gameplay and visual presentation. And honestly, it took a while for me to even pick up on this, um, on these two things I'm about to bring up, you know, just because they're so subtle. But once you notice them, it's like, oh, duh, <laughs> you know. 
So each of the four directions, the obstacles that you're encountering are color coded as well. So, you know, if you come across like a fence that's highlighted red, it means, hey, you need to hit up to jump over. Same thing. Okay. Hey, you need to slide up, slide under something. You know, you press down that's highlighted in purple. Oh, hey, you need to sprint through this, through these glass windows. Okay, that's a light blue. Or you need to, you know, hit left and do like the kind of like small hurdle that's going to be highlighted in yellow. And so, like I said, it was it was a while before I really realized that because it was just, you know, I was kind of eyeballing some stuff like, like the ducking down under that, you know, that's pretty easy to read most times because, you know, it's like, hey, the way stuff is positioned it's like okay yeah you have to slide under this table or or this uh support beam that's hanging in the air or whatever um but there would be other times to where you know some stuff you know even though it might say hey it's low enough to where you can just hit left and hurdle over it if you hit you know up and just full jump over it that's fine in most cases now, there, there were like a couple of times to where it was like, oh, hey, I think there's enough head space for me to just fully jump. But it's like, actually, no, I needed to, you know, just hurdle. So, uh, so yeah, so like I said, that kind of like small, those small cues are really neat. Like I said, like, like I said, like for me, like once I noticed them, I was like a couple levels in before it clicked on me because, you know, you know, cause I was seeing, oh, hey, yeah, things were highlighting red and purple or whatever, but it just wasn't registering that, oh, that's also corresponding with the different direction things. Um, and another thing, now this is something I didn't recognize until I was like seven or eight levels deep into the game is that as you're running through the level, you know, sometimes depending like, 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 especially like in some of the later levels, obstacles and stuff are coming at you so fast that sometimes you hit it to like a trial and error phase where it's like, okay, crap. All right, I thought I was gonna know jump, jump, slide, but actually it was you no know, jump, 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 or whatever, for example. Well, whenever there's an obstacle that is just off screen, that'd be kind of like, I guess, Maybe not like a gust of wind, but kind of like, like like some streaks of color that just, once again, subtly out the corner of your eye will just kind of go up like the top right of your screen just to let you know like, hey, you see some purple streaks going up. That means, hey, you about to something's about to come on screen soon that's low and you need to slide under it or, hey, it's you know, red and you need to jump over it, whatever the case is. So, so yeah, so like I said, like those couple of like I said, like very subtle cues were really neat. And honestly, something that I don't see, you know, too often, you know, cause, cause you know, most time it's like, you know, games screaming in your face, like, Hey, you know, bright yellow handlebar, this is what you need to, you know, touch and interact with or whatever. And, you know, like I said, of course, you know, Hey, yes, it's glowing, you know, red or purple or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's quick enough, you know, to where 
you know, it's not like, you know, like super bright and, you know, uh, super distracting, you know. Um, and another thing that the game does as well, at least when you're playing on normal mode, I just, play, I just played on just the standard normal difficulty. There's like two other higher difficulties, but I just played on just the basic normal difficulty is that as you're coming up to an obstacle, the game will slow down a little bit and it's pretty gracious with, you know, your time frame as far as like, okay, hey, you have a pretty, in some cases, you know, you have a pretty good and forgiving window sometimes, you know, to be able to uh, hit whatever direction you need to to get through this obstacle. And there's even been times where I've been able to, you know, hit it, you know, you know like I'll hit up and it's like, crap, last, last second I, I realized like, oh, actually, no, I need a hurdle. And sometimes or most of the time they kind of will cancel out if you do it within enough time it'll cancel out that first command or that first input you know and catch the second one so so yeah so but you know but with that you know there, there are some times where <laughs> you know there are times where i like did that like super last second it's like and it's like clearly I don't think, I don't think, honestly, I don't think I should have made it through that hurdle. Or I don't think I should have made it over that obstacle because, because like my face like clips through, you know, like a piece of this car flying over my head or whatever. Um, or maybe not clip through, but basically, you know, if this was realistic, my head would be gone, you know, type of thing. But, you know, but, but overall, as far as like performance and stuff, the game runs really solid and smooth um yeah actually yeah I, I don't think I, I didn't have any hiccups you know as far as like you know the game hitching up or anything weird like that um I guess like 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 a couple of like complaints or issues I'll kind of mention would be sometimes and this and this is kind of more so like in some of like the later busier levels. Um, one in particular that just stuck out to me was there was this like car level, um, and I won't speak on it too much about. I'll just vaguely say car level, but to where you're running through, and some of the stuff you're having to dodge, it was kind of tough to tell. You know, like okay. Am I clear enough to jump over this thing and slide under? Because um, that that was like one of the first levels where I was dying a ridiculous amount of times. But it was simply just because, you know, f you know, to my eyeballs, oh yeah, I got plenty of space, or or oh yeah, I timed this right to you know jump over this this moving target or slide under this moving target, only to be oh hey, I jumped over it, but nope, you know, it's still ended up hitting me or whatever so yeah so that like I said that happened like a few times throughout but like I said especially in that level um you know frustrated me a little bit but obviously you know not too much to make me you know of course not want to stop playing the game or anything and then there was another thing that happened that honestly scared the crap out of me and and, and I don't know if it was like a intentional audio thing or if it's like a weird audio bug but it happened maybe like two or three times there was like this level where I was going through like this like a uh, internal building and 
there was like some like ladders in the hallway. And so I was supposed to like hit left to like flip through them, but I accidentally hit up, you know, to try to jump over. And of course my dude crashed into it. And when it was, you know, doing, cause usually it's kind of, kind of like, like not like a record scratch per se, but kind of like a little, you know, wind down. Um, but in this particular instance, the music and it, any fellow anime people out there, if you've ever heard Dio's The World, yeah, so yeah, if, if anybody is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan and you've seen Dio activate his stand, that's what the sound sounded like. So, real quick, hopefully this, no, don't, no, guard your ears, I'm going to play the sound clip from JoJo, just for example, of this is literally what I heard. You know, as far as like like the sound effect in the game. I heard that sound or or something that like was so close to where I was like, that was very weird. And it was super loud when it happened to like I said, it scared the crap out of me because I'm just got my headphones on, vibing, jamming. And I messed up. I'm like, oh, no, Biggie. But then when I messed up and it did like a sound like that, it was just like in my ear. I was like, whoa. Scared the crap out of me. So, like I said, it did it there. And then it did it like one other time. Um, maybe two other times and like in like another level later on to where I was like, this is very weird. Um you know, and like I said, like like the couple of times it happened, it same thing caught me off guard, scared the crap out of me. But aside from those, like I said, like minor things as far as like you know that audio thing, and then like I said, like that car level misjudging some jump stuff, whatever. Um, otherwise, yeah, the game ran good, performed good, um, and yeah, didn't have any other issues with it. Um, Going back to some positives and highlights, and this is one thing I like had to for sure make sure I made note of is level seven. The singing in that level, because because most of the rest of the game is just you know music, instrumentals, you know no no vocals. But level seven, when I got to that and. The voice started singing. I was like, whoa, whoa, who, who is this? What is this? So I'm going to have to do some investigating and find out the name of that track, who sings it, and, you know, add them to, to, to a playlist or something. But, but yeah, yeah, that, like I said, like the music throughout the whole game is good. But like I said, that particular song that was playing in level seven like i said when the vocals kicked in i was like whoa okay this is different but i like it i love it so so yeah so if uh uh mr ariel knight <laughs> if you're listening to this before i do my investigating let me know who 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 is singing that song remember that track all that good stuff but um but anywho but yeah but like I said, overall, like I said, I, you know, bought it and played it and beat it um, this afternoon when I got home from work. 
um, pretty much played it almost in one full setting. You know, the only time I stopped was, you know, uh, one little bit had to go, you know, pick up, you know, a couple of my kids from track practice. But other than that, pretty much played it the whole way through. Um, uh, my three-year-old son, Vasha, came in at some point um, and just sat there with me and just enjoyed playing it. And he was, you know, <laughs> it... it it's always fun, you know, playing stuff with him around, especially when it's something that gets his attention and he gets into it, you know, because, you know, he was humming along to the music and, and you know, being like, ooh, ooh, daddy, look out. Ooh, ooh, good job. So, you know, that that was my little, uh, my little mini cheerleader, you know, uh, keeping me going through throughout the game. But, um, and, I, and honestly, even back when, when I played the demo on the Switch, he was loving it even back then because there'd be times where I would, you know, look around like, where, where is he at? You know, where my son was and, you know, he'd be in the corner with the switch and he, like I said, he's three and he would go and boot up aerial nights never yield. So, you know, that, that's, that's a, uh, a ringing endorsement if I've ever seen any, you know, like I said, my three year old, cause most of the time, like, Hey, he gets the switch. He'll go to, uh, Yoshi's Really Woolly World or Sonic Mania or Overcooked, but yeah, the, the few like the few times when I looked over and he was playing the demo for this, I was like, okay, you know, he he was definitely trying trying to get the controller for me today, but I was like, hold on, buddy, hey, just let dad play. But you know, I'm definitely gonna be like I said, running back through it some more, um, and you know, playing with him and stuff. So, but um, but yeah, like I said, it was a fun game. You know, something else for me and him to kind of share and bond over and, you know, him cheer me through it. But, um, yeah, like I said, overall, uh, positive impressions of it. Uh, like I said, for, for me, the around two-hour time frame for, for this type of game on point um, for this style of game and for my current lifestyle, you know, because... Like I just said, you know, I got kids, so, you know, I'm a married man, father of five, so as much as I love, hey, my big, giant, open world games and stuff, I don't get to get too far in those very often, and especially in those recent years and stuff, and so if I can get my hands on something that's good, short, and concise, then, you know, that's right up my alley. And this, like I said, was right up my alley. Um, you know, because for, for the most part, most of the levels, and, and I feel like now that I've, like, played through it all and I've got a better feel for it, I might even be able to, to get through some of these levels a little bit faster than what I did. But a lot of the levels, I was clocking in, you know, maybe like a few hours, few minutes uh, on a run per level which is pretty good. I think, I think the longest I spent, I think I spent like 12 minutes on the last level. But I think, I think that was a case of me. I should have really just like paused, taken a break and came back. But instead I just, you know, forcefully and stubbornly just kept trying to muscle through, but, and not to spoil, it gets to nothing, whatever too much, but because of a trick that was going on, I guess I'll say like a, uh, a perspective 
shift that kept happening as you played throughout the level, that was throwing me off because the the controls stayed the same, but what I was seeing visually was making my brain want to do the opposite. So that threw me off and I died. I think I think that last level was the one I died on the most. But like I said, that was just me just, hey, I'm just, you know, continue playing through this whole game almost in one sitting. Instead, like I said, I should have just maybe take like, hey, take a five minute break and came back to it. But otherwise, yeah, most of the levels, like I said, was made like a few minutes, five minutes tops. Um, to run through them and stuff. So, but yeah, um, like I said, overall, you know, I would definitely say, you know, if, if you're looking for a visually cool game with a very dope soundtrack and music that is, like I said, if you kind of in a lifestyle like me and you like and enjoy some smaller games, smaller experiences, then Aerial Knights Never Yield. Definitely recommend it. Like I said, especially, you know, like I said, you know, paid 11 bucks or less for it. Um, and, and hey, worst case, if, if you have access to a Nintendo Switch, there's a demo, a free demo up on the Switch right now. Um, and I, I think there might even be a demo on Steam or Somewhere on the PC, I think there's a demo over there as well. But um, but yeah, so there, there's options if you want to at least you know try it out because the demo was pretty was a pretty meaty demo because I didn't even play through the whole demo. I played through like a, a level or most of a level in that demo, and that was enough to to tell me like, okay, yes, yeah, I'm gonna play this game. But um, but yeah, like I said, I enjoyed my time with it. Definitely recommend it. And, uh, yeah, Aero Nice Never Yield, like I said, out now on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, all the current Xbox systems, Nintendo Switch, Steam, and Epic Game Store. And like I said, I, play, I played it, the final version, on the PlayStation 5, but also played the demo on Nintendo Switch. And performance-wise, it was solid across the board on both systems. So, yeah. Go ahead and give give the game a shot. And thank you for tuning in, like I said, to this little uh, impression slash review of Neil Jones' Aero Knight Never Yield. Um, like I said, fun game. And uh, yeah, check it out. So yeah, so as usual, you can find me at all my stuff for the podcast is at Dad Needs to Talk on the website DadNeedsToTalk.com. Um, my personal Twitter is at MastermindRob7. And yeah, if anybody else out there has checked the game out or looking forward to checking the game out, um, hit me up. Let me know what you think. Um, but yeah, like I said, it'd be cool to talk to, talk to some other people. Um, about the game and stuff uh, yeah fun time fun 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 little uh, Wednesday afternoon gameplay so yeah uh, if you're coming to this new never seen my stuff or my stuff before um, I majority you know cover stuff you know from games to manga anime talk about you know my life 
adventures and stories and things of that nature. So if any of that sounds cool to you, then hopefully you stick around and check out some of my other stuff. So yeah. So that'll do it for this episode of Danny's Talk. Hope y'all have a great day, great week. Get out there, you know, be kind to others, be good, do good, and I'll catch y'all in the next one. Later.